studio where college football meets the all lifestyle ladies and gentlemen this is the out of bounds show with bo bounds streaming around the world live at the out of bounds radio app and on your radio at espn 105.9 where are you the zone Welcome in. We are the Out of Bounds Show, brought to you by RPT, Rick's Pro Truck Commercial, Highway 80 by the airport, just across from Muskelly Furniture. Rick'sProTruck.com. Uh, when you get that uh, truck or SUV or Jeep from Mack Hike and Flowood, you just take it right over to, uh, well, Rick's Pro Truck, RPT and Flowood, or RPT Commercial. Good morning. Welcome in 105.9 The Zone ESPN, the Out of Bounds Show. We're referencing the article on uh, theathletic.com, and it walks you through the weekend of Arch Manning and some other top recruits at the University of Texas, Austin, June 17th, and the Texan, Texas Longhorns football program slash athletic department. They spent $280,000, including on day two at breakfast. Okay. At breakfast at the stadium, 10,200 bucks for breakfast. There's gold plated eggs, 10,200 bucks. You know, Blake was getting a big kick out of dinner. On uh, Saturday night, so on Friday they spent thirty thousand. Yep. On Saturday night they spent thirty six thousand at Three Forks, and uh, one of the recruits' dad ordered a tomahawk ribeye, which was north of one hundred and thirty five dollars. <laughs> and he what he said, and he's quoted in the article on theathletic.com, dot com. I've never had a tomahawk before. So why not? I love the fact that uh, PT4 on our Ag Up Equipment text line says, note to self, if my three-year-old turns out to be a four-star recruit in 13 years, I'll remember to tell them I like Pappy. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, That's incredible. The Three Forks bill on Saturday night, including... A six thousand dollar tip. Wish I worked there. Was thirty seven thousand. I'm sorry, it wasn't thirty six. Thirty seven thousand dollars. Thirty six nine. Oh man, that's incredible. That is incredible. Mm. How about the fact that after that thirty seven thousand dollar meal, they had a thirty one thousand dollar social. So the four hours that they spent there <laughs> were seventy grand. Let me ask you a serious question. $37,000 for a meal. How many trips to the Pony would state recruits have to take to spend $37,000? <sighs> I mean, it'd be a lot, right? <laughs> like a 50? How many more number one signing classes would Hugh Freeze have signed if they were spending this kind of money? <laughs> you know who I was thinking about? The late Billy Brewer. Ooh. 
and Platinum Plus in Memphis yes. was a a go to for for Ole Miss for years. Billy Brewer would sit here and wa- and read this article this morning and shake his head and go, "Do you know what I could do with two hundred eighty thousand dollars? You know how many crews I could assign." And and the fact that Platinum Plus was eighty minutes away or whatever it was. Um, yeah, no, it's. That when you read through this article and you get the breakdown of what they spent, it's it's. I almost have to tip my cap to Texas. Yeah, absolutely. You know, a lot of people will say this is egregious. Uh, it's unacceptable, and so on. Um, but the article is inside the Texas spending blitz that hooked Arch Manning and a number two recruiting class. And, of course, it all started at the uh, Four Seasons Hotel in Austin. And their, uh, whatever that was, $35,000 tax. No, I think it was more than that for for the rooms. I'm, I'm getting all the numbers mixed up now. Sorry, $47,000 they spent just on rooms. Just that doesn't rooms. count buffets and socials there. <laughs> $47,000 on 34 rooms that it booked for recruits and family members. Ready, Teddy's right. For two hundred eighty grand, we could have had Cam Newton. Easily. <laughs> Easily. He only wanted one eighty, right? Wasn't that what it was? Allegedly. Well, yeah, allegedly. Yeah. You, I, we all want 180. Right. <laughs> Everybody wants 180 to play. We, yeah, we know, we know we all want, period. I want it not, to not play. Right. You, you just give it to me. That's right. <laughs> now, it is funny when you read through this stuff and you realize, okay, they did all of that for Arch Manning and the other eight recruits that were there that weekend. They signed four of the nine. Four of those nine are committed. Are committed. Excuse me. I always say something, but committed. Four of the nine that were on that trip that weekend are committed. Mm-hmm. One is uncommitted. Four others went somewhere else. The next weekend, though, after they had inked Arch Manning's commitment, they signed another nine guys. That 280, I, you could argue it's already paying off, right? Oh, winning at a high level in Power 5? Yeah, no question. So, so my question to you would be, was it money well spent yes. for Texas? Yes, because Arch brought more with him. Bottom line. Yeah. Is there a recruit in they, Mississippi who you could re- remember having this type of experience at State or Ole Miss? Have, has State or Ole Miss, I know not 280, but like, is there a recruitment? Was Cam Akers the biggest one? Was there somebody? I mean, Shea Patterson was a big one, but yeah, Shea was big. You know how much Laramie did they have Tunzel? to roll the red carpet out for those guys? Yeah, Laramie Tunzel had the carpet rolled out for him. That class: Tunzel, Kimdichi, uh, Connor, Treadwell. If you had to guess roundabout how much money was spent to recruit that class, what do you think? They spent two hundred and eighty on the on the books here. Way, 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 way north of a half a million. <laughs> That's so crazy when you say yeah. it out loud. Yeah. They, I, it's, it's remarkable that more stuff like this, and maybe it will become well, more and legal. more. It will become more and more transparent. Exactly. It's legal. You can, you, can, uh, you can give the next Laramie Tunzel whatever he wants. Yeah. And it looks like. You want, you want 600 grand? Yeah. Okay. Even the recruiting restrictions in terms of what you can do and not do are different now because this article right here, nope. you couldn't have done. Uh, Bruce Pearl was fired at Tennessee for this kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, you can you can give parents outside of just the dinners 
all sorts of lobster and wagyu beef and uh, swag and things like well, that. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, French Burgundy, you know, uh, a 30-year, 35, 40-year bottle. I mean, like we referenced in here, uh, Johnny Walker Blue. I mean, yeah. uh, what would they say? 40 glasses of Tito's yeah. at just one stop? Which honestly seems low because I feel like we've done that at some of our parties. Um, how about the fact that they took a uh, boat, a cruise, on, on the lake outside the Four Seasons? Took them on a social cruise. The recruits and all their family. I mean, just... I know. It's just, every, like, literally the Taj Mahal of recruiting visits. The snacks. Is, is this the new norm, or was this an Arch Manning outlier? Uh, new norm. Because Georgia's going to have to do this. Miami, Alabama, Ohio State, they're all going to have to compete at this level. Or already are. Absolutely. Uh, the Longhorns spent $65,000 before the recruits stepped on campus. <laughs> You could for two hundred eighty thousand, you could buy any house almost in my neighborhood. Well, any house in my neighborhood, and any house in the neighborhood next to me too. I mean, that's crazy. Could have bought a whole house for two for the amount of money they spent for forty eight hours. Yeah, two hundred eighty grand. That's crazy. Isn't that awesome? Un- unreal. The Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by Burgers, Blues, and Barbecue B three. Uh, they're slinging some great tailgating food too, Brandon and Madison. Let's give away uh, three more pairs of tickets to the Embraves this weekend. They're here Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. If you want tickets, just hit us up on the Ag Up Equipment text line, 601-885-3776, agup.com. Ag Up Equipment for your next John Deere tractor. 930, Ryan Fowler, Roll Tide Insider, T-Town, 109 The Game. I have to tell you about this game-changing product I use before a night out with drinks. It's called Z-Biotics. Let's face it, after a night out with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to, and I have to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day, and that is until I found Z-Biotics. Every time I have a Z-Biotics before drinks, I notice a difference the next day. Even after a night out, I can confidently plan on hosting this show and being awesome without worry. Look, I won't lie. I was a bit on the fence about Z-Biotics initially, but then while hanging out with friends over cocktails, I gave it a shot. And believe me, it is the real deal. Go to zbiotics.com slash OOB to get 15% off your first order when you use OOB at checkout. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash OOB and use the code OOB at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. Turned off. You know what you need. Because you got to somehow make that paper, right? Right. You come to the right place for that. Because it's time for Bow Bounds to. Show you the money. Oh, show me the money. Powered by the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and award-winning DancingRabbitGolf.com. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. Hope you're doing well. Thanks for making us your sports and entertainment show of choice. Been a little crazy today. Um, I acknowledge that. We may need some guardrails. But uh, whatever. 
right? We're having fun. We are having a good time. It's been a good week. We want to thank you for going to Apple Podcasts and searching that abound show with Bo Bounds. And now it's time for me to uh, to pick some games. Let's do it. That's right. A little show me the money powered by the Golden Moon Casino. We were over there. We'll see Chris Hopwood again next week. I'm excited. We're going to start with the game of the week. I put my money where my mouth is at Pearl River Resort. We're going to see if you'll do the same. Mississippi State travels to the Bayou to take on them Bengal Tigers of LSU. The Dogs, in a rare occurrence, are favored on the road, minus two and a half over LSU. Your thoughts? 27-24 LSU. Show me the money! You, sir... Are no longer welcome in this state. All right. Taking did you want me to LSU? Did you want me to call it like I see it, or call it for the listeners? Give me to 60, like my pick? sixty seconds. Why you have LSU not only covering the two and a half, but winning outright? They have more talent, and I think if they get their offensive skill players the ball, um, it's going to be a bad deal. And two of the three linebackers at Mississippi State, I think, could really struggle. And Watson and Johnson. Speed. Yeah. They're just, you know, they're they're good players in the box, but lateral sideline to sideline could be uh could be a a struggle. And uh also I think that but Will if Will Rogers is unbelievable tomorrow, then then Mississippi State can can win the game. You know, but he's gonna have to get some guys to, to make explosive plays. He needs help. Once the ball's out of his hand. Yeah, I mean, going underneath and do it. I mean, he's got to have some guys make people miss. It's not on, you know, Will is throwing the ball where he needs to throw the ball. They've got to have some guys, even in on short and intermediate routes, okay? They've, uh, they've got to have some guys make people miss and go for 20, 30 yards, maybe even more. All right. Well, there you go. You took LSU. Res Dog has melted. There he was. It didn't take 30 well, seconds. I did that for yeah. Res Dog. Yeah, that's not surprising. All right, we'll go to the second game involving an uh, in-state school, Mississippi. Ole Miss Here, travels. I want, to ask, I want. Do you believe that LSU has more talent? Yes. Okay. State has the better coach at this point in their in their continuity at the program. Brian Kelly's just walking in. Right. I trust Mike Leach with where he is three years in more than Brian Kelly. Two weeks in. I also think State State has the better quarterback. I, Will Rogers. I agree. Is the better talent on LSU side? Yes. Is the better defense on LSU side? Yes, I believe so. Is it home field advantage on LSU side? Absolutely. Still taking the dogs, minus two and a half. Okay. I put my money on it at Pearl River. We're riding oh, strong. Are, do you have a score in mind? Or do you like where I was? I, higher. Either Mississippi State or Ole Miss? Higher. Oh, you're, th- you're going think, like 31-28? I, I think it'll be around a four-point game, yeah. 30 30 to 24, 30 okay. to 27, somewhere around there. Yeah. Okay. I could see that. Uh, I think that's what it'll take for Mississippi State to win the game. Going to have to score over 28 points, I, th- I think. I see. Um, we're going to go Ole Miss at Georgia Tech. That line started at Ole Miss minus 7.5. It shot to the moon. at uh, all Got all the way up to minus 17. It sits at minus 16.5 for the Rebels. So you need two tutties and a field goal oh. to cover that 16.5. Oh. Ole Miss minus 16.5 in Atlanta against Georgia Tech. Uh, Georgia Tech covers. Show me the money! Oh. Yeah. Backdoor cover or close kind of? No, throughout? not backdoor cover. Georgia Tech covers. 
the uh, the sixteen and a half. Did you give me sixteen or seven? sixteen I'm and a half? Here at both Which sixteen one? and a half. All right, cool. Yes, yeah. they cover. All right. Well, there you go. That's what yeah. you got. Uh, we'll go to the probably game of the week around the country. In all honesty, Miami at A and M. The storylines are just so massive. Uh, so much on the line for Jimbo Fisher at home. So much on the line for Mario Cristobal trying to take a program out of the cellar on the road. Boy, don't you feel like with A and M and their back against the wall? That's the great question. Are they are they a caged lion or are they a, a you know dead man that, walking? That, that they should. Oh, you want me to also pick against the spread? Well, it's minus six A and M. Oh, well then I'll take Miami, but A&M show wins. you the money. Yeah. So you're taking A and M in a close one, yes. but Miami to cover. Yes, 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 yes. I'll take the points. Absolutely. In a non-offensive game, I agree. The over/under there is forty-nine. Woo! Yeah, I I like. Uh, wow. Yeah, I'm I like the under there also, too. Also, I want to see who you know. I, how many field goals are attempted, Blake? And how many are made yeah. New QB. tomorrow night in College Station? New QB for, for Texas A&M. And I threw this out with, with Mississippi State and LSU as far as how, you know who who or how many, if it happens, would score outside of the red zone. Same with a Same yeah. with Miami and A&M. They had a touchdown return or kick return for a touchdown last week. That was only A-chain. Yeah, seven of their 14 points. They may need more of that. Maybe some defensive scores, too. If you want to win this game, if you're A&M. Yeah. Will you score outside of the red zone? It's Same a great thing question. Tonight in high great football. question. Penn State at Auburn. It's the CBS game of the week. The Nittany Lions and James Franklin coming back to SEC country. Oh. They are three-point favorites on the road in the SEC. Couple home dogs in the SEC this week. LSU and now Auburn at home, a home dog of three. Who you got? James Franklin, Penn State, minus three at Auburn. Oh, I, I, I'll go. I'll give up the points. You gonna show me the money like that? Auburn but, uh, just barely snuck past San Jose State, twenty four sixteen. I'll take Penn State in. Uh, that Jordan Hare is a. Uh, you've been. Th- I've been there more than once. That's a tough. That's a tough place to play. I'm also taking Penn State. Uh, Jordan Hare in the middle of the day. I'm not worried about it. Brian mm-hmm. Harson's not a great coach at Auburn. They're not a good program. T.J. Finley's not a good quarterback. Sets up for Penn State to be able to win that game. Yeah. Low scoring, another one. Over-under is 47.5. I took the under at Pearl River Resort. Okay. Oklahoma at Nebraska. It's probably the only, well, BYU-Oregon might be a good game. But Oklahoma-Nebraska, Jeff Levy, Brent Venables on the road at Scott Frost's former program. Oklahoma's favored minus 11. The real question is, do we have a Big 12 champion caliber Oklahoma or is this a first-year head coach, Oklahoma? I think we find out a little bit more this weekend. But it's an interim coach at Nebraska with Mickey Joseph. Um, so do you lay the points or take the points? Nebraska's been losing a ton of games by less than five or six points under Scott Frost. Correct. But losing being the key word. Yeah. <laughs> Oklahoma's minus 11. Well, who you got? I'll take the points. Show me the money! I'll take Nebraska. Oh, boy, that's that's a dangerous one. I, I think either way would be. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Venables and Levy aren't proven. That's why I put it on there. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Who would you? Who I'm taking you? Oklahoma. You're giving them. Uh, Oklahoma routes. Nebraska, oh, yeah. Nebraska's no, they're done. Okay. Uh, final one. It's the only NFL game of the week that we're going to hit because the Cowboys program folded. Uh, Tampa Bay <laughs> at New Orleans. 
Tampa Bay, minus two and a half on the road to the Saints. Tom Brady has never beaten New Orleans since becoming a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Who you got? Well, he's Saints beat him eventually. or Bucks? Bucks minus two and a half. What about Giselle and Tom on the rocks as far as their relationship? That's a great question. We'll get into that maybe to Monday. Okay. Because we're running out of time. Who you got? Tampa Bay or New Orleans? Tampa Bay minus two and a half. I'll take the Saints. Show me the money! I'll take the Saints. That's Show Me the Money, powered by the Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino. Time Out Lounge. Book your stay and play now. Uh, DancingRabbitGolf.com and enjoy some golf in the Sportsbook. I think think Hansford's upset with this because you embellished this story. I don't think, I don't know if you knew uh, when he was drinking my fine bourbon. He did drink it on the rocks. He did not drink it with Coke. Still unacceptable. I love that that's what it he's said upset 50th about. 50th anniversary on there. 50th anniversary. Four Roses Bourbon. The Out of Bounds Show. 105.9 The Zone ESPN. Brought to you by the Charbroiled Oysters at Drago's Seafood Restaurant and Oyster Bar. Fred Smoot's favorite oysters. The Charbroiled Oysters at Drago's. Across from Edwin White's Golf Shop on County Line Road. Ryan Fowler, Tuscaloosa. Roll Tide. Coming up next. Tuscaloosa, Ron Fowler stops by to wrap it up on a Friday. Uh, they made me do 15 hours of sports talk radio this week. Not sure what in the heck is going on, but uh, we are the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, and we appreciate you listening to the show, and the uh, the show is brought to you by the uh, Men's Clinic in Madison, themanthing.com. Dr. Mike Manning, Dr. Cliff Adams, the men's clinic in Madison, anti-aging clinic for men, powered by themanthing.com. It's on Highland Colony, and it is right down from Juniker Jewelry Store. You see what I did there? Uh, the men's clinic in Madison, themanthing.com. 105.9 The Zone ESPN, Ron Fowler joins us on the Yingling Oktoberfest guest line. Ron Fowler, good morning, bud. How are you? Man, it is good to be on out of bounds. But you know, my audience yesterday was calling you inbounds, so they were agreeing with you. I mean, you had them so fired up. You came on at two fifteen. Okay, I could have canceled every guest for the remaining part of the show. We had people waiting an hour and thirty minutes to rebuttal or to agree with what you said because you finally came in and told them something that they needed to hear. But but I guess everybody was you know afraid to say it. But you did, and uh, man man, I mean I, I could have just put it on cruise control for like four hours yesterday. All right, what, was it the part where I said that your coordinators, coordinators are not that good? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They 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 kind of agreed with that. There was a lot of people that uh, chimed in and, and wanted to wanted to back you up on that. So they uh, they were all fired up. I mean it was, uh, but. And then we heard from College Station. We had a guy call in from, believe it or not, uh, Milano, Texas, which is about halfway between Austin and College Station. And he told us, he said they are starting to turn from a local sports talk radio standpoint. He said they're starting to turn on Jimbo Fisher. He said they're starting to realize 
what we've been saying for years. He rode a quarterback to a national title, a great one, not a great human being, but a, but a great quarterback. And, uh, you know, that's, that's where Jimbo lies. And uh, his offense looks like it's something from 20 years ago. He's not evolved. He's not adapted. And, you know, I told you yesterday, I think, you know, he's going to continue a little losing streak here. I think he'll go to Starkville, probably get beat there. Go to, go to Tuscaloosa, he'll get beat there. I mean, there's a lot more. I mean, he's trying to flip quarterbacks. I think that news coming out this morning that Hayes Kings is, is not going to be the starting quarterback. They're going to go with Max Johnson. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's your system. It's not a quarterback. <laughs> uh, Ryan Fowler, Roll Tide Insider, Tuscaloosa, 109 the but game. But I need enjoys. to apologize. I need to apologize to your audience. Okay, why? Because I told them that Alabama's offensive line was going to be better, and it's worse. <laughs> I missed it. <laughs> so for those out there that took my advice and went out and maybe they went to Silver Star and laid a little coin, um, I'm sorry. I, I don't know what to say. I can't refund everybody's money. All I can do is offer an apology. Okay. Uh, how bad? What was it like on your show on month, even though y'all won, and a win is okay. a win. But what was okay. it like on your show on Monday? Was it like you lost the game? I walked in. Thankfully, the show that's prior to mine, they don't take any phone calls. They just do guests. Okay, so they don't they don't take phone calls. And I walked in at one fifteen. My show starts at two o'clock. And at that point, there had been people that had been waiting for an hour and fifteen minutes to get on. It was jam-packed before I ever even walked in. I mean, I mean, literally, I walked in the door. I look up at the call board. I'm going, maybe I need to check that score again. Uh, it was um, very disappointing. Very, I mean, we had we had callers that wanted to go outside and fight, uh, and they agreed <laughs> with one another. I mean, it, that was the funniest thing. We, we literally oh, had people want, wanting to fight, and, and they were agreeing with one another. And, and I'm like, guys, you guys are saying the same thing. It's just a different way. It's uh, you had guys you know, we, that were agreeing that wanted to go fight. That is yeah, Sunbelt yeah. and Southern and football. If I've ever heard it, how many guys have and done that were, in a bar were, over the last 40 years in the South agreed on oh, something, but couldn't figure out exactly what was going on and then decided to fight. Yeah. And, and I had to be the facilitator, uh, facilitator. And it, it, it continued for like two days. It continued for like two days, and I go, guys, y'all are pretty much saying the same thing. It's just different. Well, he's questioning my allegiance to Alabama. Questioning? No, he's just – yeah, yeah, because that's a big thing. you got to be able to get that fan card, and you don't want to get it revoked. Right. And I think one of the guys had said, well, he needs to – if he doesn't want to support Alabama, then then he needs to just turn his card in and forget it. And then – this guy came in and explained that he'd been a fan for forty something years, and he'd been the mortgage. You know, it was that's one of those. So, I, Blake, we should question Res Dog's allegiance, yeah, to Mississippi State. Huh. We should start doing that. I like up? that. I, I, here's my question. Had a big to, win. Here's my question to Ryan: Was the reason the fallout was so bad was because y'all realized for the second straight year Georgia owns Alabama? Oh gosh, this mm. this isn't going to land well. Well, Ron Fowler. It it no it does it does when you look at Georgia the way that they're playing 
And here it is. Here's what hurts, okay? Alabama fans want to win a certain way, right? Play great defense and, and bloody people's nose on the offensive line. And Nick Saban has pretty much said that that's not college football anymore. Well, there's a team over in Athens, Georgia, that does it. And they're doing it like Alabama style. And so that does. I mean, listen, it does. And, uh, and especially, you know, coming off a national title. But Georgia looks, listen, I, I've, I've been critical of, of, of Kirby. Uh, I can't even say it, what we call Kirby over here, because I'll just get all kind of crazy stuff. But well, go I'll ahead it. if it's, if it's it, okay for radio. I mean, no, it's okay for radio. I'm not, I'm not keeping clean. We call him Kirby Freeze. I mean, smart over here. Wow, you incorporate a little Hugh Freeze in the Kirby Smart's name. Yeah, because he, you know, Kirby kind of got a lot of those recruits. But hey, now that's legal, right? So you can't call him Kirby Freeze. I mean, Smart. So we just call him Kirby Smart now. But uh, you know, he's built that program. He's laid the foundation. Um, Are they better than y'all right now? Oh, I hate to play them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a, this offensive line, guys, and I talked with someone off the record uh, just a couple of days ago, a, a not a coach here, but another coach. And he, he said, guys, you are getting destroyed in your interior guard play. So, so my question is, is how did they get to this point? How did they get to the level of their, they're okay at tackles, but they had to go get a Vanderbilt transfer to fix that, right? I mean, they, let, let that sink in. Alabama had to go to Vanderbilt to get a tackle because they couldn't develop their own. Yikes. Let that sink in for a minute. Why don't I mean, you have an explosive top 10 pick first round wide receiver on your roster? Or if you do, what's going on? Well, that's another development side of things. Uh, they recruited four and five stars at that position. And uh, I, I don't know, you know, it, listen, when you look at Amari Cooper, Calvin Ridley, uh, Jerry Judy, Henry Ruggs, Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddle, Jamison Williams, you know, you're not going to continue that run. I mean, that run was, you know, historic. But they don't have anybody right now that can stretch the field. And I think that's one of the problems because – they're, you can't run the football with consistency unless it's just some kind of a miscue and, and you take advantage of the other team, you know, not being it proper, maybe not expecting it. Uh, you cannot run the football against quality competition. You can't run it on the road either. I mean, that, that's been like for five years, excuse me, for five games. They haven't been able to run the football on the road. Uh, well, then everybody knows that you want to throw the football. And I think Bryce Schoen has masked a lot of problems. I think he's no covered doubt. up a lot of issues, and he's made it seem like that it wasn't there. Uh, my question is, is you know, if you gave him a great offensive line, I mean, keep in mind, this offensive line last year was 121 in the country in sacks allowed. In other words, there was only nine other teams in college football worse than protecting their quarterback than Alabama was. And I think right now this unit may be. Now, listen, they could fix it. I mean, they've got a new offensive line coach, but Doug Rome was that bad in Tuscaloosa, and now he's no longer here. So you've got Eric Wofford, which, by the way, his unit was, you know, going to Gainesville and you know, whipped them in the trenches. So he'll get there. I just don't know at what point will that happen. 
so what is the what where's the disconnect? You're still signing the same players, but you you know, you're not like hitting on all cylinders. You don't have well, I think more than one receiver that can stretch the field. You don't look like you're even close to dominant on the offensive line. You can't run the football. Um Where's the disconnect from signing day to the field? No, this is another big part of it. And this is where college football is headed. And I think when you look at Sunday afternoon, they want those teams to be 500, right? They want everybody to, to be close to 500 because it keeps everybody engaged. Well, I don't think Alabama's dropped down. I think college football has caught up. And I think the transfer portal... You know, people forget they lost 19 guys in the transfer portal. They lost 19 guys in the transfer portal this recycle. That, that's an entire recruiting class. So I think when you are a backup player, if you're a backup player and you think you can play, you're gone. You're, you're going to that next stop. So when, when you look at this, this Alabama team, yeah, they got a lot of talent. And, and I think with the way Nick Saban does it, playing right now, I mean, you have to because you're in a dogfight, right? Every single game. Well, yeah, you, uh, you get everybody's best shot, so, which is you do, what you, you, you got do. last weekend. And people, yeah. Well, and, and I'm sure Texas will never – I mean, they won't play like that for the next couple of years. Uh, but, and, but you gave them that shot because you went there and you played as bad as you did. And so those Texas fans smelled blood in the water. And if it hadn't been for Bryce Young, they, they would have been on all, right, all let, over let, the field. Let's get game. serious, though. Ryan Fowler, 109 the game, Tuscaloosa, Sports Talk Radio, afternoon drive. Here, here are I the mean, games. I mean, y'all do know that Nick Saban is paying us to do this, right? I mean, he, he told us he was tired of hearing a rat poison. So we've we've now went to the other side. Okay. I mean, this is all. I mean, Yeah, I mean, he, he put us up to this. Uh, and, and Saban got a little woolly with that offensive line preseason, which is – not like him, and then for them to play like they did was even more of a surprise. Uh, it was. At Arkansas, let's just lay it out. At Arkansas, at Tennessee, at LSU, at Ole Miss. I mean, those are the those are the away games. Y'all haven't played well on the road like you told me on your show yesterday. You didn't play well at Florida. You, did, you lost at A&M. You didn't play well at Auburn. If Bigsby stays in bounds, you lose. Um, you didn't play well at Texas. Do you think that y'all are going to find the magic elixir or y'all can drop a game, one of those four road games that I just referenced? You know, right now, I mean, I would say that there's a loss there. I don't, I don't know where it is. I mean, it, you know, could it be at Arkansas? Um Oh, yeah, by the way, the guy that leads the SEC in sacks and the guy that is the – I think he's the leading tackler at Arkansas was here, and you couldn't keep him engaged. Here's Anders. Look at, look at what he's doing up there. Mm. He, he's absolutely dominating there. And they moved him to a different position. They moved him inside, which I thought that they could have moved here. So you play an Arkansas team physically – they're going to beat you in the trenches. I think they'll beat Arkansas because I think the focus for the next couple of weeks will be in to improve. The game that I'm worried about, Norman Harper told me, and I laughed at him back at SEC media days, 
is you, you go to Arkansas, you come back to Texas A&M here, which will be an emotional game regardless if Texas A&M's got four or five losses. And then you load the buses the next week and you go to Knoxville. Mm. That's a tough run. Mm. That's, that's, especially if Josh Hopple's truly got this team, which it looks like you know, they're a pretty good football team. That, that, that may be the challenge, going to Knoxville, uh, unless they can fix this offensive line. And Now, Nick Saban did say on Wednesday morning that they had to add – they had to be more diverse in their play call. And let me put that in plain English. They're too predictable. They're, they're too predictable on the offensive side of the football. I mean, everybody in the stadium knows, you know, most of the time what they want to do. Mm. So – the defensive coordinator definitely knows. So it's a tough run uh, when, when you look at Alabama on the road. The way they played, the only team that they played well against was in Starkville, 49-9 last year. Everybody else, they struggled. Should have got beat out of Gainesville. I'm trying to remember when I left that game. Should have got beat at Auburn. Should have got beat at Auburn. Should have got beat at Auburn. Last yeah. Year. And then should have probably got beat at Texas. So on the road, these things have been not very good. All right, so basically Saban's on the hot seat. No, no, basically we win the national title because, see, we're all part of the process. I'm telling you, man, this is this is all designed. Let me ask you this. Saban in the SEC the talking points earlier, and he said, you gotta you got to make this team like the sorriest team we've ever had. So that's my goal. In, in the SEC West, I know you're the most talented team. Are you the best or is Arkansas right now? I think Alabama's the best. But I think Sam Pittman, what he's doing, you've got to take note. You've got to take note. Because what's going to happen is, and you told me this, when you look back at that cycle, Sam Pittman didn't get the attention. He's a heck of a football coach because he's kind of old school. He kind of does it the way that Georgia does it, and Georgia does it the way that Alabama does it. They build the trenches. They build up. They're not afraid to bloody people's nose. And I think Alabama has got to – I think they're soft. Uh, okay. So you got your schedule's terrible. I mean, you play La Monroe and Vanderbilt the next two weeks. I mean, that's just awful. And Austin, I can't believe you go to. I, I got to give you credit. Uh, you're a dedicated man. You go to those games. You know me. We, you and I talk about this I all the time. I games like this. You know, I'll stay for about a quarter. I'm heading. I'm heading out. Right, go meet some buddies. Something. You stay the whole time. Um. So. I mean, how bored are you going to be the next two weeks with La Monroe and Vanderbilt at home and Bryant Denny? Well, yeah, but here's the thing, though. It is they've got it. Play calling. Don't don't focus. You know, Nick Saban reminded us La Monroe's a good team. They got a good coach. You know, <laughs> they're a 49 point spread, okay? So you got to worry about covering the spread. Uh, but, but the other part is you got to see if you're better. I mean, listen, Utah State. Go back and watch that game. I know it was 55 and nothing, but look at what their defensive front did to Alabama. Look at what their offensive front did to Alabama's defense. Alabama had no sacks in that game. None. They had one quarterback hurry against Utah State. Hey, let me ask you this. Did you listen? Saban did his show last night at Bob Baumhauer's, right? Is that? Yeah, he did. Okay. Right, right. Did you listen yeah. to it? I did. Okay. I did. Um, cause you were the one that told us last year, or the year before that people actually get there at 10 AM or 11 in the morning. 
To, oh, no, 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 5, 5 a.m. You got to get there at 5 a.m. to start signing up. To, can you imagine? I, I don't. I, this, no, I've never been. I've never been. I'm not going to go. Oh, my gosh. Um, 5 a.m. 5 a.m. to go and see Saban tell you that La Monroe has, has a good team. Um, all right, so let's let's move on. I think the Arkansas game is going to be super competitive in Fayetteville in three weeks. Um, I can't wait to watch it, and and that could be a lot of fun. So, Mississippi State LSU, who do you like and why? I think Mississippi State's a good looking football team. I, I like Will Rogers, man. I like Mississippi State. Uh, they're you know even though Arizona, but to go to that environment, that time zone, and do what they did, I like Mississippi State. And I'm not exactly sure. I, I was subscribing to. Brian Kelly before the season. I don't know. I, I don't know if he's really truly a fit there. Hmm. I, I mean, I think the talent is going to be there for him. And I think he's a good coach. But I'm not sure we're ready to King Baton Rouge as a second team in the SEC. Mississippi State wins. All right. So you like the dogs. What do you, you want, think about you the want, Aggies? You want to ask me about Auburn, Penn State? Well, let's do that. Uh, All right. Auburn hosts Penn State. And uh, Penn State is a three-point or four-three-point favorite. Um, who do you like, Penn State or Auburn tomorrow on CBS? We've been we've we've been debating this. Do you want Brian Harson to win enough that he they can't fire him and he can't find another job? I don't think that happens. Penn State beats Auburn. Penn State beats Auburn. Now, Auburn is not a good-looking football team. No. The only four-star that they had committed just decommitted, so he sees. The rats are jumping off the ship down in Lee County. Wow. Uh, Ryan Fowler, 109 the game. Tuscaloosa on the Yingling Lager guest line. Uh, what about Miami at A&M? Uh, Jimbo's going to go with Max Johnson, which I think will well, be an and my, upgrade. My heart tells me Miami, um, but I think that thing's misled me a few times. So, I I, I think I think Texas A&M wins, but I don't think they cover. Okay, that's that's what I picked. I mean, that line is confusing. Yeah. No, fair enough. So the talent's there, but 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 their feelings are hurt. They're ticked off. I think Texas A&M wins. I just don't think they cover. Okay. All right. Let's talk about really important things. When was the last time you went to Dreamland? Uh, yesterday. Did you yesterday. really? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. What did you have? Yesterday. Uh, I did a pork sandwich. It's called a Big Daddy pork sandwich. And did some beans, did some fries, and a lot of bread and sauce. Okay. And a glass of sweet tea. But if my doctor's listening, it's unsweet tea. Got it. Got it. That sounds like a, a healthy Sunbelt meal. On a on a Thursday. Oh yeah. Pulled pork sandwich. Yeah, I, I I left nothing on the plate. There was nothing. I literally took the last piece of bread and went around the plate just to make sure. So when I come to Tuscaloosa, we're going to Dreamland, and I'm going to have a, a better experience because you know the menu better than I do, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I mean, I can I can connect you with the the, the best stuff. Oh yeah, and we're not paying for it either. I mean, that's <laughs> the thing. I mean, we're. I'm in. I mean, wait. I have a question, Ryan. Yeah. Can, would Bo be allowed to eat minute. there? Because Bo's never uh, put sauce on anything in his life. He oh, hates, good hell! He hates sauce. Would they let him eat at Dreamland Dude, if he doesn't no, like no, sauce? No, no, no. I, I want sauce on the side. I want to be able to dip it. 
I want to be able to dip the sauce. See what I'm saying? Well, you can do that. Okay. Yeah, you can dip it. Yeah. <laughs> do, do they serve you beer? like sauce them? They do. Okay. They do. But they have better sweet tea, and the sweet tea's outstanding. Yeah, I don't, I don't drink sweet tea, tea dude. Oh, my Lord. I know it. Oh, I mean, I've lost faith in you in the last 30 seconds. Yeah, I love you. you. Have sauce? Hey, I'm going to be thinking about you tomorrow. I'm going to be cooking on the grill. Hanging out on the lake and having my beverage of choice while you have to watch Bama and La Monroe. Monroe. Well, and then all the good all the hell states at the same time. At the same time. Uh, all right. Be, be good. I'll take care of my boy Lane Kiffin. He's coming to Tuscaloosa when old Nick's done. Okay. All right, Lane Train to Alabama. See you, dude. Be good. Enjoy La Monroe and Vanderbilt. Roll Tide. All right, roll Tide. Roll. Uh, Have a great weekend. Enjoy the games. We'll be back here on Monday. Can't wait to see what shakes out. Thanks for listening to the show. Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. If you missed anything this week, we would love for you to go to Apple Podcasts and search the Out of Bounds show with Bo Bounds or Spotify or hit the Out of Bounds radio app. Have a great weekend. Enjoy it. We'll see you Monday.